episode number 10, or episode number 10, episode number 9 is in effect right now. Welcome to Talk Time Thursday Podcast. I am your host, Lana Begay, and today we are bringing back the guest, Bryson Myers. And today we're going to be talking about what this impact, what the impact of this uh, pandemic has taught us, you know? So, Bryson, what has the pandemic taught you so far? (laughs) I want to say that it taught me... How to look at life in a whole new way, man. There's many, many testing opportunities that have happened through our lives over time. But during these times, it teaches you to just to open your eyes, you know, on what what is out there in life and what we are missing in life. Yeah, for sure. I know for sure, like, I started kind of thinking like that, too. I think it's probably like the second week when I started looking at the or hearing on the news and everything like that of what's going on and I'm just like trying to figure out the uh puzzles I guess and just kind of just observing how everyone acts as the days when weeks went by uh I think one of the things that I started to take that uh started to learn into is the fact that what you have pretty much right now is seen as not enough and that's something that's kind of a pretty can be a bad thing where that the belongings that you have now that you've been able to get over the years and over the months and days maybe you're let's say if you're working or something uh, I think that's one thing that this pandemic has kind of put into my mind is where that there's certain things that we have and own let's say laptop or some food or I mean food goes by pretty quick because you got to eat but like just the simplest things like uh, a stereo or something, like they're seen as not enough because every single person that I've seen so far has been out there being saying or just pretty much posting that pandemic is boring and they can't do a lot of things at home when everything that they ever own in life is at home and everything they've accumulated over the, over the months are pretty much at home. But it's not enough for them because they want to go out. And that's something that I've just kind of seen over the month, over the, yeah, over the month of how this whole quarantine and pandemic has been out there in the world. Yeah, for sure, man. I tell you what, like, um, and it's funny that you mentioned the, what, you know, what people are taking for granted in the little complaints that they do have, you know, being, whether it's, uh, that, that word quarantining, you know, that's, that's more or less of being blown out of context, you know, since the beginning, beginning, they're like, they're going to put us in quarantine, it's no, it's more or less of, uh, stay at home, you know, even if it's, or if you're going to uh, a crowded place and someone needs to get groceries, you stay in the car, you know, let that person go, you know, fully masked and eye covered, hand covered, all of it, you know, it's just, it's not even, you know, uh, the word is not as bad as it should be. It's more or less of, they're just asking you to stay home. You know, I remember even when yeah. they were talking about the uh, the National Guard, you know, and they're like, they're sending out National Guard, and it's going to be, you know, this is, uh, it's some form of, uh, some type of warfare they were calling it. You know, <laughs> it's going to be some type of martial law going on. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's, it's not martial. I'm like, it's not martial law, you know, it's, National Guard is, every state has their own National Guard. They're just coming out to, to help people with whatever they need. And, and 
not realizing that when the United States military comes into play, there there's more benefits, there's more supplies, there's more help, you know. And so when you see that all over social media, it's ridiculous when it comes to this. And I love how some people that have a platform, they feed off of this really, really bad. And then they put it out there because, say, they... Because uh, Instagram is catching on to it, you know, to where people are using that platform because Instagram is nothing but photos, videos, you know, and so they put up a video or they put up a photo and people feed off of that. It's like, no, 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 read the details, read the fine print. Do you even know anything behind this? You know, hence the, from the martial law to the quarantining, uh, staying at home, you know, and social distancing to where they, they're like, I feel like a little kid again. I can't be told, I don't want to be told what to do, but I'm being yeah. told what to do, you know, and if the United States government got to be your mom or your dad to keep you safe, whether they're telling you the truth or not, you know, well, even our own parents at some point in our life, you know, did not tell us the truth. To get us to stay home or even to get us to go outside yeah for sure i know um i think it was a uh, once when i found out about the uh national guard coming out to another nation i was um kind of joking around about it saying oh all this is going on but i didn't really post it as much probably the i think the times when i posted about it was just uh in a joking way gotta make those memes no but um that's probably the only time when I uh, said something about it. Most times I was just like, oh, hey, they're here. And then I would show, I would just share videos of what's, what people are capturing and be like, hey, guys, look at this. But at the same time, you know, me sharing it is kind of like, um, kind of, in a way, kind of not, not, sent, not being aware of what you're sharing, but at the same time, you're aware of sharing it because of the fact of the content that's in it. And um, I think uh, once when I started noticing that I was doing that, um, I see, I, like, I see more of them, but it's just like a constant thing where I just share it amongst my friends and everything like that and just be like, hey guys, check this out. This is this is going on right now. And I share it amongst the family and everything like that. And it's just like, hey, this is going on. And then for us, it's, you know, it's like a whole like a he said she said and stuff like that we just go by that kind of more of a that's what we usually say so every time when yeah every time whenever it comes up to a post or something like that that just happens on there I, I usually wait like a good week or so afterwards and just catch the full story and I'm just like oh so that's what happens <laughs> right and uh, you gotta love the fact that it's just more or less of, you know, because in the beginning it was one big panic. Every day, you know, people are, it's just like if you took a, you know, a, uh, you took a cup of water and you just, you know, poured a little bit at, in at a time every, you know, every day. One, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And then eventually it just, you know, it just f flows outside of the cup to where, you know, that's the level of everybody's stress. It's getting higher. It's getting higher. Pretty soon, it's just a panic when it flows over, and then 
they don't know what to do when it comes to that point. It's just like, well, the president said this, or 90% of, oh, social media said this. Did you see on the social media? Did you see on the news? You know, mm-hmm. just, I love how it just got bigger and bigger and bigger for people, and then it got to the point where they were calming down. But then, you know, it's just like, well, once once again, this has been around for years, and I like how a fellow student, he said, uh, in his Navajo too, you know, he said, uh, why don't you guys just face it? You're living in the future. This is the future. So stop panicking. Stop complaining. You know, we're just going to move forward with this. You know, and this is the change that had to happen. And that's entirely, not just in the U.S., I always say, you know, even when past meetings that I've been a part of especially with the, the college I would say that we need to go through this no matter what you say or do this is gonna this is happening it's and it's gonna be done until the point to where you wake up because that's at least you know where I'm from that's how we look at it you know the Cree way you know what what is hap- what happens happens and what is happening is just going to happen whether you fight it or not just let it happen mm-hmm. you know and i would say in a spiritual way you know our culture is strong and whether we believe it or not it's it impacts us and it actually keeps you at a balance and it keeps you calm and then i would say then there's the reality side of yeah we could they could stop it we could stop whatever we're doing we could stop panicking, or we could act out even more, because that's the reality side. But when you put the beliefs in there, it overpowers the reality side, and it calms you down. You know, because the number one thing that, that everybody was doing, or anxiety, you know, pushing that anxiety, that stress, to a whole nother level. Yeah, for sure. I know... Um I sort of started thinking the same thing, too. I think it was, like, in the beginning when uh, we were told to come back on over to... Uh, when It was uh, spring break. Before spring break, when they were saying... Or the Navajo Nation was saying that they're going to do, be doing, like, uh, stay-at-home stuff and all that. Pretty much lockdown, curfew and stuff. I was just um, coming back, got my stuff. Had a little bit of a panic mode when I was coming back. Because there's always somebody there who just wants to spread around a little bit of some rumors. But um, the whole thing about someone at the school uh, got tested or is going to get tested and he was in contact with somebody. And then that whole thing just went straight up everywhere in the just in a little bit of the matter of time when I was there just gathering all my things. Literally, that message was, oh, so and so got in contact with someone who's got COVID-19. And then after that, it's like, oh, okay, oh, all right, oh, chill, chill, chill. Don't don't start panicking everybody, just getting all crazy and everything like that. And then everyone that goes home and who was in contact with people uh, just like start kind of thinking more differently. And they're just like, I think I probably got it. And then it lowers the, the uh, immune system and whatnot because you're just stressed out. Just all of a sudden, just so over nothing... And then once he comes over to it, uh, the final message was just like, oh, no, he 
he wasn't in contact. So we're just like, all right, well, so much for that message to go around. I mean, that's pretty negative to just assume that you have the virus, tell everybody, and then just all of a sudden just say, oh, no, I don't have it. Like, certain messages can actually, like, take a whole, take a toll on someone that's out there who are probably not really comfortable with facing things like this, even though we do have to face it. You know, there's always just a certain level of people that will actually be having probably difficult times. But at the same time, you know, this whole thing is what's going to help you grow. This whole thing is going to help you to actually understand that you have to face pretty much everything that's going on in the world, whether it's going to be an internal thing or an external thing, you know? Yeah, because it's... um... You know, and I like how, you know, the fact that they, the main theme is, you know, we're, we're all in this together. You know, that is, you know, that little phrase there alone has said so much and it, it creates a balance to where, is it somebody in, or is this person in California in the same spot as someone in New York City, or am I in the same position as somebody in Italy? It's like yes, we're all yeah, we're all affected, and we're all doing what we can, and it's and that's that balance, you know. And once they understand that, you know, and uh, even touching down on with uh, the person that was saying that oh I'm uh, you know at the school I'm affected, you know. I think that was that was just too much for you know for someone to just make a prank out of that uh, you know and then how impacted even all the way to the the news you know I, I believe the very first the very first one to say it you know hit the news and then it created the panic at the school to where what do we how do we look at it is this even real who is it you know, and then because in that area we're all we're all on a hill in one spot. You know, at least two two hundred plus people. You know, and it's uh, the fact that you know you hope that someone that would do that type of thing is because everybody you know everybody was doing playing their own role. I don't believe it. It's a hoax. It's it's behind the government. Blah blah blah. You know, and it's, <laughs> you hope that those that didn't believe or those that were mocking the situation, that nothing came about with them, especially in Indian country. You know, it's, you know, there's, I always still say that they're, you know, in, I like the fact that from in Ojibwe country, the elders up there said that, you know, this, uh, this virus, it's a, it's a, it's a spirit, it's, a, it's an evil spirit, and it feeds off of fear, is how they described it. So it's best not to, to live in fear, but to deal with it. And, you know, and then they were, would say, you know, continue to pray and continue to stay safe. If anything, that's how you fight it, you know, is keeping yourself calm, keeping yourself safe. Once again, that's that spirituality and that reality. What do I do? with my spiritual side, but what do I do on the real, the real side? Well, the 
reality side is take every every precaution. And if you have this gut feeling that oh, maybe I shouldn't go that route, or maybe I shouldn't do this, do it. Follow that gut feeling, or even pray about it. You know, if, if things ain't right, pray about it. Push that energy away because that's that's the main thing. Is what I learned in the Southwest is energy is huge. Everybody feels it. Versus up north, we don't even talk about energy. You know, or you know, they even told me when you go down south, you know, in the Southwest region, be careful down there. You know, it's strong medicine. You know, and it's a strong way of life. And I'm like, well, I'm adopted into three families in the Southwest, and they're all Navajo, so I'm pretty. Pretty sure I'm good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if anything, I'm gonna yeah. learn to adapt. You know, and I've I've encountered some things even at the school. You know, or even watching others encounter things that were it was a spiritual imbalance. You know, and and it was an eye opener. You know, to where I finally was able to catch on to everything and keep myself strong to where I you know I just smudge myself. Remember, whether in you know in comparison to now versus uh, back then, you know back then I remember ten students, half of them got dang buggers in Navajo, and they're talking about you know uh, there's something in my room, you know, and my damn roommate let them. It was eleven o'clock at night. I was trying to go to sleep. My roommate let them all in. Well, they asked for you, you know, so they all come in. I knew every one of them, and I'm like, it's my first semester, you know, I'm still a greenhorn. And, but I got to know like 60 plus people in a ridiculous amount of time. And so I was just like, well, you know, so I'm telling them what's going on. And, and they're, they're panicking. And then I just had to say, you know what? I'm not a god dang medicine man. Get the, get the <laughs> hell out of here. Get out of here, you know. Shit, you're going to yeah. be fine, you know. And to where now, you know, that even some of the, you know, the same students I witnessed before they even left were in a huge panic, you know, but to, to, to look them in the eye, you know, a couple of years later and to still say, you're going to be okay, everything's going to be fine, because I know it's fine, you know, and if anything, don't, don't feed into it, go home, do what you got to do, everything's going to be fine, I'm not telling you this to, to make you feel better, I'm telling you this because it's true, everything is going to be fine, no matter what. Continue practicing your ways, be with your family, and be safe. You know, and they're like, all right, Bryson, all right. Versus, you know, I didn't want to be the person back in 17 and be like, just go the hell home, shit, you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> just wear a goddamn mask, because, you know, that like, I had a bunch of N95s with me, and I was giving them out to students that were on their way home. You know, and because uh, we, at least back then, you know, nobody knew what the hell was going to happen, how big it was going to hit. And to this day, you know, the entire, like, where I'm at, the entire state has to wear a mask. No matter what, wear a mask. Mm-hmm. You know, and to see that, you know, the rest of the country is, the numbers are coming down. And the most, you know, this really, I know it impacts many is where you're from, Navajo Nation, man. Navajo Nation is is at the top of the food, uh, the top of the the food chain. Top, it's, they're leading yep. cases, you know. 
Yeah, they just we just uh, surpassed New York just yesterday and today. So it's, it's crazy as hell. But for sure though, um, like there's a whole lot of impact that's going on right now. We got people donating constantly and just people spreading out, making masks and everything like that. But I think the one thing is just the fact that since we have like such a wide range of um, towns and everything like that, we have we got to travel and everything, especially some to the post office. Like um, my hometown right now, there's a we or one of my friends went there, and there's a line to the post office that goes from the main door that they're using. And they have a line that goes around the building and then closing up on another building as well, just for people to go in and get their packages and check their mail. <clears throat> like, it's um a way where it's, we're kind of not really, there's that essential part of where we try to do our daily things and we li- we're just living day by day and we're trying not to make a, make it get to our heads, but at the same time, these essential things that we need to get, some things that we need to check, uh, food and whatnot, and then, but, I mean, food is pretty getting out there, but I think what I'm looking at is where people who get excessive amount of foods are kind of the ones that are mainly donating, but uh, I haven't seen much of um, how this donation goes and how people are actually doing it. It's probably in that perspective, but uh, for sure, like, even going to the, um, everyone's just taking precautions, pretty much. Everyone's taking precautions, but there's also those people who are not able to get the masks or who refuse to get the mask just because they feel that they're stripped of what their little freedom or whatever is supposed to be. But it's just pretty much safety precautions. And uh, to me, I th- kind of look at it where the ones who kind of don't really want to wear a mask are the ones who are just like, all right, I'll just face it like whatever happens happens but same time it's making the whole toll on here on our res so it's pretty crazy especially the fact of you know I like the the fact that people are wearing them like 90% of the time now and you know those that are you know I always say that you know the your this is where your true strength is going to be tested, whether you're you know within your home or wherever you're at. Your true strength is tested on even the steps to take in safety precautions, and when you cannot within yourself face the truth of what has taken place and face the fact that you have to wear a mask, you know, and then you fight with you fight with others. That just goes to show that how much how really scared that person is. I mean, I seen yesterday there was, uh, they were talking about, you know, the people that refuse to wear masks in these retail stores. They get into the, they got into these big fights. Like they were, the one black guy picked up the other guy and then slammed him, you know, and he was a retail worker. He's just trying to tell him you can't come in the store without your mask. It's like, okay, it'll, you're this big of a person, you're this strong, you're this dangerous, whatever. But you live in fear because you can't even put on a mask. Or you're not going to hear someone that is 
way, you know, smaller than you. As simple as a retail worker working the front door, you know, doing the head count and telling you, hey, you, know, you can't come in the store. And I've witnessed it once here where a guy just walks up on, it was the, the ghetto Walmart, but guy just walks up on the, the guy in the front, you know, telling people, you know, got to go around the yellow tape and come forth, come forward. And we'll let you enter. This guy just walks up on him, points his finger, and tell him. You know, he's just like, "You ain't gonna tell me what to do." And then the guy was very professional. He says, "You know, no comment, sir. No comment." And he was just he was like, "You're gonna get the hell out of my way." And then his daughter was behind him. She actually stepped away while her dad was acting like this. And then he walks in. The same time that you know we're walking into the store, and it's just like. Whether it's cutting through the tape or going around the tape, it takes you less than a dang minute to get to the entrance. <laughs> you know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, but it just goes to show that the main impact that everybody has, and right now is they're they're being tested. I I always call it a opportunity. You know, since somebody told me the phrase, you know, there's. It's an opportunity of a test in your life, especially if it's a, a negative impact. Whether it's, you know, we, we get up in the morning, and I always say, you know, you get up, you smudge, and it seems like the more that we smudge and the more that we pray, something is really, really just going to test us or really impact us on the day, and which it does. You know, at least for me, it has never failed. You know, the more, the stronger I pray, you know. I don't care if it's I, I step on a sticker or I go out and get some of the essential things that I need and somebody's testing me out where they're not st- like in the beginning it was for me was trying not to cuss a person out from keeping their distance you know my kids mm-hmm. and I tell them keep your distance please you know there was no really any markers anywhere Know, and I remember the very first guy I exchanged words with, you know, because he was blocking off an aisle and people were crowding in one spot at Walmart. There was like 10 people trying to get through one aisle because this old man and this old lady decided to visit. She wasn't wearing a mask. He was. And then, so I just clapped my hands and I yelled at him. And I'm like, hey, can you, can you move out of the way, sir? You're kind of cutting off traffic. You know, and he's like, just go around, buddy. We had this, we had this stare down, you know, like it was a freaking pissing contest between us. But you know, we stared each other down as I'm coming around the corner of the item in between us, you know. And I had to, I had to calm myself down because I'm like, this is an elder, this is somebody's grandpa, this is somebody's dad. This guy is probably in more fear than I am. He's probably in more fear that I can actually just go over there and do some damage to him. He's probably trying to figure out what is this guy thinking. When I could, I could have took the proper steps and said, uh, "Excuse me, sir, can you please, you know, move out of the way?" I could have took steps before I just, you know, gunned it at him right away. You know, because I just got frustrated at right off. You know, I was trying to get from point A to point B, and it's risking all these people. So knowing that <coughs> the influence of the fear. Wherever we, wherever we go, is coming to a calm. You know, from 
for myself and Drew, when I, what I, if I go into a real, if I know I'm going into a place that's really going to be packed or like this past week I had to, um, you know, I was double checking, keeping up on my health, you know, I haven't did blood work in like 10 plus years, you know, and sinuses were acting up so I was like you know I'm just gonna go in get my blood work so I was like I gotta go to the hospital get the labs done then so I was like so I bought all this gear to make it look like I mean business like when I basically look like a, when I wear all my gear I look like a dang cop you know I have the dark pants the dark shirt the boots you know and then of course I have all my gloves on my mask but I go in looking official you know, and people, they, I walk, it was funny, I walked into the hospital, and everybody right there just stops and stares at me, you know, and I, they're all covered, you know, they're all hospital officials, but they're all covered, you know, they're like, Mr. Myers, I said, yeah, and they're like, okay, we're expecting you in the back, you know, because they're not seeing anybody physically, you know, they have to, you have to make a, an appointment, and so... It was a huge eye-opener for me, even in that moment, to where, do I have to even look a certain way just to get some space, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not even about the respect, you know, and then, it's funny, the next, I think later that day, I had a, a real bad, bad, like, toothache. I ended up cracking my tooth, and Ooh. it was bad, dude. I, I rushed to the ER, and freaking, <laughs> it was like, the nerve in my tooth was was uh, it was open so I could feel that nerve I know how the nerve feels and oh my god dude it was like somebody just would jab a needle into my tooth every other minute you know and then I go up there and it was funny because I run into you know we run into two cops in the entrance Uh, one you know one is just waiting and the other one comes in they both look at me and I'm dressed just like them minus all the cure you know all the tasers and the weapons all that I'm dressed just like them and they're showing me respect they're like hey brother how you doing I'm doing pretty good man how's your evening you know and being that you know I come from that that having a, a cop background you know I just adjusted even to them automatically I was like it's going pretty good you know keep it safe out there and they're like oh yeah we're trying but the first thing I see is where's your mask I do not see a mask on either one of them you know but I have my mask on I have my eyewear on you know and to later find out in the news like over the weekend that cops really don't have to wear masks they're encouraged to but a lot are not doing it even though the entire the governor says we all gotta wear masks in public like, well, what about our safety officers? You know? now, there's a reason why, you know, 300 hmm. plus officers in one epicenter was affected because they didn't have any masks. I wear nothing, you know. That's great, man. It is. <clears throat> I think um, one thing, too, that happened, uh, we went into, went over to Gallup, <laughs> one of the places not to be during these times <laughs> and um we went over or we went into walmart and we had to do some things just to before we headed out and i was dropped off and there was a line 
And for them, they have to actually, they have it taped down, the, 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 the distance between each other. So I was like, all right, let me just stand on these lines, this tape. But as soon as that happened, and I was just standing there waiting in line, I had my gloves on, had my mask, and then I had, uh, I think I had my shades. And then I forgot what I was wearing. I think I was wearing a flannel. I don't know. But for sure, I was wearing the gloves and I was wearing the mask. And once when I walked in or I was walking in and everything, I was just noticing people the way they are, coming up to people that are already in line. There was like some people who are just walking around with no mask and just going up to someone who has a mask and then just trading off with something or giving them something or something like that, you know, just for them to be able to use inside. <clears throat> and I think the inside once when I walked inside I was like alright this is going to be a totally different experience from what I used to do when I'm walking into Walmart and I just went in there went to the food got all the essential things that I needed to get and the stuff that I needed to get for back at the, back at home got some canned food and got some rice and stuff like that and there was this one person that saw someone that he knew he's like all right hey is that you and all that and i was like all right let me wait and it was a pretty crowded aisle too so i was waiting for them to all leave and just get out of the aisle and this guy noticed the guy but what he did was just like i was questioning the whole thing of what he did his motion what he did physically and once when he approached the guy he lowers his mask wipes his face with his mask, goes to his buddy, and his buddy doesn't have a mask, and he doesn't have gloves, and so he goes over there and he gives him a handshake, like the uh, little, what's up, uh, kind of bros handshake, not the formal handshake. So he did that, and I was just like wondering, like, why did you just lower your mask, wipe your face with your gloves on, and then go ahead and shake the hand of another guy that you know and then continue to start talking to him like that. It's like the little things I was um, just like what you were saying with the whole testing thing. There's like certain times when you don't. I mean, for sure, I wasn't testing myself on that or I wasn't testing because I mean, to me, I'm just observing how the whole society was working, especially in Walmart. And when I just saw that, I just started walking. I was like, all right. I know that. I know there's certain people that are not going to be, they're not understanding what the actual guidelines have to be or understanding their own movements. And they're like, because it's like a whole adjustment. You got to adjust to having a mask on. You got to adjust to having gloves on. You got to even adjust to how you talk to people. And that's an ongoing thing too here on the Navajo Nations where people, you know, we all, like, I mean, across the whole. Indian countries where everyone always does the greets, they do the proper greeting handshakes. And I think that's something that's probably a pretty good challenge and a pretty good test of knowing your own physical movements of what you were once in the norm of and then adapting into this newer, this new form of greeting people or new form of, you know, actually observing how your body is, even though you are prepared and everything, you go out and you have the mask and you have gloves, but there's just that 
small like strength of testing how your mind will work and how function or how um sort of how conscious you are with your own being so that was that was actually something that was kind of funny but at the same time you know worrisome but everyone has their own approach to actually waking up in the morning and then going about their day and actually just being safe within themselves of what they see fit but that's just something something that was interesting yeah you know it's it's um you know and that that just goes to the fact of even testing your ability to to listen and pay attention you know and when we we're obviously paying attention well some i won't say all but some of us are paying attention to stuff like even like that you know to where you have to you know i mean in my mind i'm like that's that was that was stupid all the way around (laughs) yeah you want to take your mask off rub your mouth and shake your friend's hand you know that's that's like there was one time where I went into and this is completely uh, off topic but very similar uh, I went into the restroom you know, uh, dude comes out of the shitter and does not wash his hands uh, and he wasn't there long enough to you know it took him a couple minutes to get out so he obviously knew he did what he had to do and he goes out you know and at the same time I do after I wash my hands, but I notice he just walked out. So as I'm walking, this is at a restaurant. He goes out, and he shook the hands of seven guys. Saying, yeah. hey, you know, it's, you know, you got, it was good to see you, you know, have a good day. And I'm like, gross, gross, gross. I'm like, dude, <laughs> did, did, he, did you, do you not realize he probably wiped his ass with that hand, you know? It's obviously his most dominant because he's shaking with the right hand, you know. And I'm like, ah, I just knowing the fact that he just went from the toilet to his. Uh, I wanted to say something. Hey, he did not wash his hands, and he came out the, the shitter. Like he took a shit and he just like shook your hand. It went from <laughs> his ass to your hand. It, don't smell it. I don't know. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> How can you not pay attention to stuff like that? You know, it's obvious yeah. that, you know, we already know that, you know, and this is, um, this is not even against Europeans, but through history, certain countries within Europe were not clean at all. You know, I, mm-hmm. I've, I've looked at history books. I've looked in, you know, just, there's just a lot that demonstrate that not, they weren't clean people. Hence, all of these sicknesses that they brought to us, you know. You know, and it's just to where they still don't damage. They still do the same goddamn thing. You know, they complain over a mask. They complain over, oh, I got to wash my hands for 20 seconds. That's multiple times a day. Or it's like, well, you weren't washing your hands before? You know, no matter where, if you knew you did something dirty, dirty job, or I don't care if you touched yourself, you know. Or you were using the restroom, and you did not wash your hands, and you just go out in public, and everything's for, for sure. sure, you know, and everything's good. To where, shit, there's plenty of natives that go out there and do it now. You know, they just, you know, guys will piss on the side of the road and jump in the truck. You <laughs> know, I have plenty of aunties that go pick a bush, take a piss, and then jump in the vehicle. 
It's like, where was the sanitizer See. back then? Was there even sanitizer? You know? But when it came to a powwow, you know, they're like, go, you know, it was a bowl of cold water that there was, and there was a bar of soap, and they'd tell you, wash up, you know, wash your hands, wash your face. You know, knowing that bar of soap would make your face dry as hell, but we washed up. It was that simple, you know. To mm-hmm. where, and the whole, what I'm getting at is basically cleanliness should have always existed no matter what, especially. You know, for us natives, we should not feed off of a non-native to where, oh, well, he didn't do it, so I don't have to. Yeah. He's not wearing a mask, so I don't have to. Oh, I'm I'm in the middle of the goddamn desert. I'm not in Gallup, so I don't need to wear a mask. Well, still, you know, and, you know, and I always tell, like, I tell anybody I know, wear the mask, wear the gloves, take the sanitizer, cover your gut dang eyes. And they're like, why? You know, even back home, they're like, why? Uh, because that's the time that we're living in. You need to practice this. It just takes mm-hmm. one slip up. I don't care whether it's the virus or the flu itself or a head cold. You're going to catch something. So just, just practice. Because at some point in your life, or within the next year or two, you just might come across an area to where you just might have to wear that mask without question. Because it's it just, if it does not exist enough, it's going to be a law. It is going to be, you know, if you don't have any of this, you're going to get fined. You know? Yep. You know, and I like That's, the fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're trying to get fined, fined over, over here. here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, and sadly, you know, as much as we love Navajo Nation, we do, but you know, and it, I've heard from many Navajos, even within these epicenters, like, God dang it, man, my people won't even listen, they're full of shit, and I'm like, okay, you're saying that about your own people, you know, well, I got you, they're like, well, yeah, I come around to Southern Navajo, she wasn't even wearing her mask, and I'm like, what are you doing, I'm not sick, I don't care, wear a God dang mask, <laughs> you know, for real, like, there's... There's a certain look on that. It's like, uh, like probably last week, or two weeks ago. I think, well, actually, I don't know. I don't even know when. It's two weeks ago. I say, I went over to visit my friend, and he's an essential worker, so he works over at uh, our local grocer. And for them, they actually go through a lot too. Like, goddamn, I'm probably gonna have, probably gonna bring up one of my bros. Be bringing up an essential worker. See how it is, but. I um, went over to his house just to chill out for a moment, just to meet up again. But I went over there. I was like, all right, we're here. But I was wearing a mask. And I mean, for them, they he was at home. So, I mean, he didn't really want to wear a mask. But for me, I was, like, visiting. So I had to have my mask on and everything like that. And I was riding my bike over there. And the whole time, whenever I'm just, like, whenever I'm just around, too, people just like notice that you have a mask on and they're just like looking at you and there's like what are you wearing a mask for it's like well hey there's some there's a certain thing that's going around called corona and i think that's the one thing that is interesting to see because right now you know they're actually having it to be a requirement 
that if you're going to step outside the house, you're going to have to have a mask on. You're going to have to have a mask on, and then there's uh, some people that are actually being turned turned away. It's like, you got to come in here with a mask. You got to do this. You got to do that. And I think that's something that's a pretty hard, adaptable thing, apparently, for some people to just pick up a mask and just put it on and get your stuff, get out of there and go home so you don't have to wear the mask. Yeah, you know, cause it, and it's, it's not that hard. That's the part that they've got to realize. I don't care. It's a mask, a bandana, a shirt. You know, they say, fold a shirt three times, whatever. You know, that works. You know, you have layers. You know, and if anything, educate yourself even on the mask. You know, like I have... I feel like I'm on the res because somebody just jerked by bumping crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I have four N95s. Uh, there's my main N95. I have a, I have an I, I Indian rigged it. I you know I put a, another mask over the top with a, that has a filter on it. So it's like it's like five layers, you know, and it's uh, uh, it's got rubber bands on it and hot glue. But you know it's one of the best goddamn N95s I got as far as layers, but how to take care of an N95 mask, how to properly clean that, and how to properly clean, you know, a cloth mask. And like, is it, okay, you have a fitted, because there's there's the loose masks, and then there's the fitted masks. The fitted ones kind of wrap around the eyes, and they're really, really tight. Um, they don't take filters, but then there's the loose mask that have filters that could take a three-layer filter and slide it in the pocket. So when I tell, I, that's what I've been telling some of my family. I told my auntie a couple of days ago. She was like, "Yeah, I have a mask. It's you know, it's a it's a piece of cloth. You know, somebody gave it to me." And I said, "Do you have a filter in it?" She's like, what do you need a filter? I said, "You need. Um, you're protecting people from your, you know, what's coming out of your mouth, but you're not protecting yourself from what's coming out of theirs. You know, and the cloth will not protect you." Through the fine, fine stuff that's scientifically proven. There's microscopic stuff, like the smallest smoke that can go through those fibers. Even though I'm like, you put it under a microscope, I said, it's not completely closed. I said, so I'm like, you need to, you know, these, get some filters, order some filters, you know, and then clean it every time you go out. You know, she's a teacher, so I'm like, every time we go to the schools uh, and get the kids' work come back, wash it, replace, you know, and after like a week or so, replace that filter, you know, and just, like, you can get, get a pack of filters, a 20 pack of filters, like I, we got a pack for like eight bucks, but you know, you, you're replacing, you're, you're treating the mask the way it should be, you know, it's great to wear, uh, those that are wearing it, those that are going into, you know, these really crazy spots every other day, you really, really want to, you know, have those really protective ones, you know. Yeah, for sure. I know um, I got one of the ones that they, the people have been making as of late, but uh, as far as filters, I just go with uh, putting, like, um, some tissue inside of it once when I leave the house because I, I haven't really gotten myself one of those uh, N95 but or but um, for the most part I mean I pretty much stay at home anyway 
I just haven't really been going out. It's been hella windy, like, the last two weeks, like, nonstop, really windy. So I haven't even gone out there and did my bike rides like I used to. <laughs> but, yeah, like, it's hella windy, man. Like, I think we're, um, well, today right now, uh, like, I, I'd have a, I look outside you can see the tree just like ready to just fly off and it's just brushing everywhere. Yeah, so so I was like, you know what, man? I think that thing, I think this wind is gonna be here for a while again. And it usually is like probably three weeks or four weeks or something like that, a whole month. So just kind of wait for it to pass by and then after that, can go back out there and do my bike rides again. Do some more photos, but in the meantime, I mean, with the mask, you know, I just pad that on, go out there, and then come back and just wash it and sanitize it, and then just, um, repeat the process if I go out there again, but as of now, the mask is just sitting there, and I'm not doing much about it, but that's the whole part about staying home, too. You don't, you stay home, man, you don't really gotta wear the mask, unless you gotta really, really go out there and it's essential. I even like, like it's it's so normal to me that you know, um, when I go for my bike rides, uh, I haven't rode in probably I don't know a few days, but because I can't do any strenuous work after I got my my tooth pulled, and trust me, dude, it is so hard. I've never treated any tooth being pulled like this being this safe with it <laughs> you know like <laughs> i'm not drinking my coffee i'm not drinking anything or eating anything solid except now i can eat pasta but i'm like dang i want to get on my bike rides i want to like I'm like man i'm losing my i'm losing my protein and losing my mass muscle mass because of i have to now i got to maintain with this on top of exercising you know but i have to i cannot exercise for another week or at least this week before I can start picking it up, or at least biking. But even when I bike, you know, I'll, or we walk, you know, uh, it's wearing, wearing the mask even then, you know. Mm. And what I, kind of what I'm, you know, because in, in Santa Fe, you know, the, the paths are, they're not, you know, it's funny, in the beginning, a lot of people were all over these paths, like, all the time, every day. You see just, people biking, walking, running, it just got to the point where it was ridiculous amount of people. You know, you'd run into person, like every, probably like every five minutes you run into one or two people. And there'd be three or four all in one group, like a family. God damn. But now, like they're so relaxed, like you don't see anybody biking that much anymore. You don't see anybody, like other than regular bikers. You know, you could tell a, a biker from a non-biker. You know, there's the bikers that are covered in neon. They got all their lights. You know, they're they're ready to ride. <laughs> you know, and then there's those that are wearing tennis shoes, or you know, and just like they just bought the bike to, to you know get out and to ride, get some exercise. That's me right there, man. But, yeah, same here. I'm not trying to look like <laughs> a damn pro. You know, <laughs> you know, and uh, I, ain't, I ain't trying to be out here looking like a highlighter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. I like that look like a damn highlighter. I know lightsaber get the other way for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, but the fact that all these uh, people are relaxing, which is okay, you know, but they have their masks. And I like the fact that, you know, it's 
become such a norm for me. And that's what even, you know, I'll, I'll have my moments to where I overthink something, you know, but when I tell myself, this is the new norm. Or I watched I watched Demolition Man yesterday. <laughs> you know, that was cool. <laughs> I love that too. You know, I was talking to my girlfriend, I'm like, We're living in this we're living in this movie right now. <laughs> it may not be that psychotic, but we're we're there. <laughs> we may not have three seashells. <laughs> may have three big ass abalone shells. <laughs> yeah, but the fact that people how it's impacted them is it's the, you know, the masks have become part of their life, which is great, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I always say, don't be too, don't get too comfortable just because you walk into a store and you have, everybody's wearing a mask and you're not, don't get that, don't even take it off, don't even take your eyewear off, you know, don't get that comfortable because that's all it takes, just that one moment. It's just more or less of keep it on no matter what. And I know it's hard. You know, I'm, I was reminding my girlfriend when we walk because she takes her mask off when we're not by anybody. You know, um, but to remind her to put it back on when somebody's coming, biker or not. I'm like, these people are saying hello as they pass us. Some are not wearing masks and some are. You know, but I'm a, I'm a stifler when it comes to like, I have, I'm like, I got four pairs of eyewear. I got freaking bags of gloves. I got six pairs of masks. I'm like, and I'm loading up. I'm like, I'll, I'll wear everything but the mask. You know, I'll wear my eye. I'll cover my eyes with my eyewear that's like to the skin. You know. Mm-hmm. And I was telling, and she's looking at me like, really? I'm like, suit up. We're going outside. <laughs> you know, but you know, and the funny thing is, you know, scientifically, is that the dangerous part about these masks is they increase the anxiety within people because we're not breathing in that carbon carbon dioxide that we need. So when the carbon dioxide levels are low within the human body, I just learned this the other day from the doctor, is that uh, your anxiety levels are going to be higher because you're not, you know, your, your body is not, doesn't have that balance. So when yeah. you don't have that carbon dioxide, it's, you know, I'm like, well, great. Maybe that's where some of my goddamn anxiety came from. <laughs> like, <laughs> goddamn mask too damn much, you know. But they're like, yeah, it's true, but it, it takes a lot to get to that point, you know. you know. If you're wearing it 99% of the daytime, you know, for a week, yeah, you're going to notice a difference, you know, within yourself of how you, you come up on a situation and you're not handling it the way you used to. You know, if it's a little ankle-biter dog, you know, they're like, you're going to handle it different feel different you know, so I try not to I just usually if I'm going into get essential stuff I suit up I suit up top to bottom ready to rock you know and yeah you know it's funny my uh, girlfriend's mom she's like every time you go out you come back you put your clothes outside leave your shoes for like a like a day and then you shower I'm like well what if I go out like four or five times you know for a walk for a run to the essentials shower every time no i'm not gonna be a damn lizard <laughs> you know <laughs> you know she's that's that she's down in florida you know it's not as bad but she's you know her mom's older and she's just like taking every precaution we're just like okay your mom's a little, a little psychotic right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sure know, but it's 
but that's it's always good to to have that, you know. And I say if if every goddamn Navajo that lives in an epicenter has to be psychotic when it comes to being protective, do it. Do it, man. Save yourself. Save your people. You know, and For sure. Go build another Hogan and put two people in there, not fifteen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For sure, the the gatherings are pretty pretty hard to deal with just to just to get over it and whatnot. But yeah. Yeah, because, man, when y'all gather, man, y'all gather. Holy shit. I remember going <laughs> Ooh, man. ship rocking. I don't know how many guys, like, I've seen all kinds of, uh, what do you call those little markets where they just all set up a bunch of tents in the middle of the field? Oh, yeah, flea markets. Yeah, man, there's so many guys, freaking hundreds of Navajos just freaking eating and visiting and selling stuff you know don't get me wrong i freaking miss that i love that stuff man because it's like you get so much food so much unhealthy good food but it's homemade you know it's you know and, and yeah you know, man that, God mutton, damn awesome. you know, that mutton stew and that freaking blood sausage <laughs> all that shit man it's just that tripe you know and it's just like you gotta maintain right now i know it's hard Man, I'm gonna be leaving right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, for sure, that's probably one of the things that across um, across Navajo Nation people are always saying that you know, it's like once when this is all over, once when lockdowns all over, I'm gonna get my flea market fix. I'm gonna get my mutton stew fix and everything like that. But I'm just like, make it at home, jeez. <laughs> You're right there, you know. Go <laughs> steal a sheep, God, do something. Go. Tell grandma, hey, can I borrow a sheep? I miss mutton. <laughs> Get a sheep and then butcher it and you got some meals right there. A quick little oat and a yeah, you're done, man. You're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for sure, though, the flea market's like a... It's like a... Um, it's a pretty good, big, essential thing that usually happens every... Uh, depends on the town. Usually it's Fridays. And sometimes it's Saturdays, but all that, man, I'm just walking down an aisle over at a flea market. <laughs> right? Yeah, you freaking, you know, and it's, hopefully people are not going to snag because damn, y'all clans are connected more than, more than a damn umbilical cord. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy as hell. I can, oh, I can't imagine that shit because... You know, I've always, you know, and this is this is where we got to come into the humorous side of of your podcast. You know, we've we've been pretty heavy on the beginning. Um, it's always good to have humor. You know, I was told by an Navajo, a damn good friend. You know, I was like, I was curious. I said, why do, why do? And this is for anybody that's gonna listen. Please do not be offended by this. I'm saying this because it came from a Navajo herself. I said, why? Why do Navajo women, you know, they kind of got a big part, they got a big upper body, like their, their chest area. And she's like, oh, you know, well, during this time we have to, we have to go through a stretch, you know, they stretch us during a ceremony, you know, and so we can grow big, you know, and I'm like, so are they stretching everything? I mean, for real, <laughs> don't freaking lie to me. Like, she's like, well, yeah, of course. You know, like, I'm like, because... I have Navajo sisters, and, you know, my Navajo sisters are beautiful. You know, they're beautiful as ever. But, boy, and I even tell them, watch it when you come up north because, you know, you got some top and some bottom. 
and they they look for that. They're like, oh yeah, I know, you know, we're 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 kind of busty down here. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, you older ones and the younger ones. It's I'm confused. It's you know, but the my friend, you know that, you know, she's like a sister to me. She that's why I was comfortable 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 enough to ask her. She's like, yeah, you know, bro, um, I'm t- I'm being honest with you. I'm telling you straight up. You know, yes, uh, us Navajo women, we're, we're pretty busty in certain areas. And I'm like, so that's probably why you guys have a lot of kids. You just have a lot of kids. <laughs> 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 and that's where the cousins cannot stay away from each other. It's like, yeah, we have to watch our clans. I'm like, yeah, because, you know, Navajo women, they're some of the most beautiful women in Indian country. And I've seen a lot of, you know, I, 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 was, I even tell my girlfriend this, I love my native women. Those are my people, you know. The native women—they're strong. They've been through a lot, and they're freaking warriors today. And they deserve nothing but respect. And like an elder told me, you know, you're beautiful people, you know, just human beings. But our women are the most beautiful because they're pure and they're strong. They carry life. They give life. They take care of life, and they, they provide. That's why they're beautiful and they're strong, and they deserve everything positive, no matter what. You know, and it's to where I'm like, did you ever see Navajo women? <laughs> Think of that thought times two when you go to Navajo country. Like, for real. Lakota women, yeah, they're cool. Ojibwe women, they're cool. For all the way to Mohawk country, they're okay. Ho-chunks, yeah. Go down to Meskwaki, they're all right. Come back to Creek country and over to freaking Tulalip, all that area. They're okay. Navajo country, I think there's a reason why they're a big-ass nation. They got a whole lot of big ass everything. <laughs> you know, they're blessed, you know. Uh, like that old movie uh, um, on Paid in Full when he tells us, bro, you blessed. Uh, bro, don't think about that. You blessed. That's what you tell your native, your Navajo women. Don't worry about not snagging. You blessed. Look at you. You got <laughs> turquoise. You got sheep. You got knowledge. You got wisdom. And you got a whole lot of other stuff that I gave you. So get out there and enjoy <laughs> it's like damn really that's just an ongoing thing man I, I think I I questioned that in high school <laughs> I was like why I was like I'm starting to notice a pattern here what's going on here but I was just I'm just like alright that's just us <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like that's just uh that's just the gene genetics going down that generation to generation. So just get, keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but man, that's the one thing that you know Navajo should learn during this time is, damn, maintain. I know she looked good across the street, but that's your second cousin. She's part of that Bitter Water Clan, so do not get near that. God, man. All of a sudden, you're going to be... If you connect so much, then you're going to create a new clan. It's called Sweet and Sour. It's not... (laughs) Sweet and Sour. It looks good, but (laughs) man, is it bitter behind the story because of how they... They went from one mesa to another, and then they both mesas fell over, and then they connected. Stuck together (laughs) like two dogs. (laughs) Man, that clan system's crazy as hell. Step outside, boom. Hey, cousin. Go on here and look yeah. to your right. Hey, that's my other cousin. You got a whole lot of relatives out here. I mean, you just be you and just don't really handle anything. I mean, you'll you'll find you'll find the person. But for the most part, 
the that clan system is a pretty pretty strict one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's just like in Greek country that does not exist. Lakota Dakota country, it's 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 not as bad as Navajo Nation, but it exists. I remember the first freaking powwow I went to, my stepdad pointed out all these hot girls and women. You know, when I was young, at I was like early twenties. Like, see that one over there? Yeah, it's your auntie. What? <laughs> you see that hot lady? Dude, he would not play. He's like, you see that? Man, look at that one over there bending over. I said, holy, wow, yeah. That's your cousin. I think that's your second. Man, just make you turn your head fast. Like, what the hell? Why would you make me look at my cousin bending over? Well, I didn't know at first. But then again, I recognized her from behind. So, yeah, that's your cousin. I'm like, ah, oh, what the hell did you do in your generation? But, you, you know, we went around the whole arena. And I left. I said, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. Said, what do you mean? I said, because all these, some of the hottest women here are related to me. So I'm going somewhere where they're not. I was like, good luck, because 90% of this dang part of the reservation is your family. I'm like, shit. <clears throat> you know, and just so happened, you know, the first thing I had to ask, you know, is my, my you know, I'm a proud father, and I had to, to double-check with my baby mama. Man, we had to do some history over there. And they're like, nah, you're good. I mean, we dug deep, dude. We dug deep. <laughs> I'm like, you're on the side of the, You're on the side where I'm... Related to ninety percent, so let's do some let's do some blood work and check here, you know. And they we went back like four generations. We're like, we're good, we're good. I'm like, sweet, because it's kind of too late. Got one kid on the way, so I'm not. Please don't tell me anything. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then there was the one, you know, I was single for a bit, and then there was the one I was going after, and be damned if we were second cousins. From my uh, from my home res, you know, but but her father, her father was from that res, and I'm like, and I I balled her dude for years years, and we and we're like, hey, we're in the same region now, both single. I should say what's up, and then I found out, you know, on her mom's side, you know, that she's Chippewa Cree, and I'm like, shit, we're cousins. That's too. <laughs> cool. That's really really close. That's like Navajo close. It's like blood sausage inside of mutton clothes. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> it was just, yeah, you know, so that still, you know, comes back to that. During these times, know your clans and learn the impact of, you might connect with the wrong person during these times as much as you want to. Mm-hmm. And just because, you know, your cousin is working on their knees on something does not mean there's a hole in that mask. Back up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh man. It's probably the reason why I put it out there. Be like, all right. All of you guys that are following me, I know most of it's Navajo. So I was like, all right. Let's see who's all related. And then don't really get much back. People are would just be like. Or so actually, yeah, back to what you were saying, you know, know your clients, but I think that's something that's kind of a challenging thing also, which I'm actually wanting people to do is to go back and resort back to uh, knowing themselves truly. And so kind of the reason I always put that out there too is just like, you know, hey, you guys, majority are Navajo, but remember just to keep in mind that you got to have these four to know in order to know yourself. 
So there's a reason why I put that out there too. Yeah, there's a reason why they call it bedrock. So all the cousins. That too. That <laughs> <laughs> too. Rock, she's from Window Rock, and we just laid down on the mesa and called it bedrock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I see my cousin up north. She's right on Crown Point. <laughs> uh, there's a place over in, uh, uh, not too far from here, probably like a good 30 minute drive from here, another town from here. Um, there's a rock that looks like a, looks like a pair of butt cheeks. And so people made a meme about it where they were saying to keep it uh, back at home so it's pretty much keeping your ass at home wow. and the rock is specifically looks like a pair of butt cheeks <laughs> and it's so it's so funny dude you ever go uh did you ever hear nipple valley yeah i oh, heard about it but i, I never went there <laughs> you talked about that valley is rock hard man i tell you <laughs> there's a couple of hills out there that they're, and it's north of uh, Rock Point yeah mm -hmm. north of Rock Point man yeah it's I just got my friend sent me a must have been on her way up to like Window Rock or something but sent me a video of it just like I'm at Nipple Valley and man and freaking rocks are just it's like it goes up like like a pointed hill and then I shit you not at the it's like a little small mesa at the top of that hill. And it, it's just perfect. It looks like some, yeah, some real hard nips, man. Wow. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> I was like, I had, to, I had to go back to, like, looking at it again. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, somebody should make a meme on that one. <laughs> Classic. Oh, man. Pretty interesting rocks out there. <laughs> I know. What shocks me is every, you know... I'm surprised y'all y'all weren't on the don't have a version of the Flintstones because everything is named after a freaking rock. <laughs> surprised nobody has a child named Pebbles Yazi. <laughs> everything's named after a dang rock. And there's so it probably many, is. There's so much rock out there. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh man, it's everywhere. Yeah. Supposed to be on my front door right now. Just walk out there and. Uh, have the whole canyon right there. Yeah, every time, well, normally I would be walking down that, but they, uh, I think they closed down the uh, places. I'm not sure. I forgot. I need to go check on that. At the same time, it's windy as hell. I don't want to be falling down. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, like I said, it's freaking. For me, it's my freaking my allergies. That's one thing I, I love about the mask is protects my allergies. So. When it's windy around here, dude. I, like the other day, I don't know if I sent you a video. Like, my, you know, my both my bikes are solid black. I went out there one day, and the freaking thing was had this yellow glow, and I'm like, what the, the hell is that, dude? It's freaking pollen. <laughs> like microscopic pieces of pollen piled on the seat, and just everywhere that you can think dust or pollen can be, that shit exists. And I was just like, wiped my hand on it, and my freaking tip of my hand was yellow, and I was like, damn, this is a lot of goddamn pollen. You know, that's what, that's <laughs> goddamn. what, yeah, that's what messes me up out here, dude, like, freaking, like, bad. Like, you 
everybody has their own type of allergies and the main ones everybody deals with is like itchy eyes, itchy skin, you know, and watery eyes, stuffy nose. And like for me, I get inflamed. Like you take a balloon and you blow it up in your head, that's what I get. God damn. Like it's it's just like a way for your your body to kind of protect itself as it just closes off your nose, you know. But I have this very uh, I had I was in a balloon yesterday or last night, man. I it hit some doses of this nasal spray it's anti-inflammatory it's like a freaking it's like a slow poke to a balloon you can just literally feel your nose open up sometimes you can hear it it's freaking weird Oof. but man yeah. it feels it feels bomb freaking <laughs> <laughs> bomb.com hell yeah man I could even feel when it's gonna rain cause my allergies will open up and it was funny cause I told my girlfriend like it's all of a sudden I just felt it and I was like holy shit she's like what I think it's gonna rain how do you know? Dude, five minutes later, it freaking rained. I was like, my allergies <laughs> open up when it rains, eh? <laughs> you know, for me, I smell rain probably 25 miles away. I could smell it and be like, it's going to rain, man. And then, <laughs> <Holy shit>. <laughs> <laughs> sooner or later, it just comes oh, up and like, like a little a sprinkle. sprinkle. <laughs> just walk outside. It's going to rain today. <laughs> <laughs> I, like for real, like back in my old school, that happened. I was um, I was chilling, uh, chilling there, and then I stepped outside out of my dorm room, and then stepped outside. Boom, took a breath, like nice, good, fresh air. I was like, oh, it's a nice day to be alive. And then after that, boom, smelt the rain coming. I was like, smelt the rain. It's about to, and I just went about the day. <laughs> And then go to class, and then looking outside the window, all that rain, I'm just like, oh, hey, good, it's raining. <laughs> right, and it's funny, you could do that in front of some white guy, and he'd be like, how did he know? And then somebody would literally be like, he's Native American. <laughs> <laughs> he's Native American. <laughs> Shit, I heard oh. the rain dance, but damn, he's got a freaking, he could smell rain. <laughs> No, I, I love the classic one from elders, you know, they're like, oh, it's going to get cold tonight. Well, how do you know? My knees are aching. <laughs> God damn, your arthritis is telling you, huh? <laughs> I feel it in my hands, my knees, and my hips. Like, jeez. I remember, um, I was, uh, I was just, this like me as a kid, and then growing up too. Every time whenever we come back at home, come back home, it's like late. And then I think it was um, whenever we uh, start unpacking stuff and I just look up and I'd be like, hey, let's check out the moon. And then my dad looks up and he's just like looking at it. And then he notices there's any clouds and stuff like that. And he's like, it's going to be cold. It's going to be cold tonight. And then it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, man, they're freaking natives have a way of telling the weather shit for real it's like it's oh, go ahead. it's like instilled in us too even if we may not know it it's like <laughs> that's gonna happen <laughs> yeah for sure it's like man you have a gift nah it's natural <laughs> I'm born with this you have a gift of telling cold weather uh, bullshit I worked on construction 25 years it's called arthritis <laughs> gift my ass 
<laughs> God damn, closing up an hour and twenty minutes here. Yeah, I think you better. I think you better wrap it up. <laughs> All right, well, shit, enough with the talking now. <laughs> Got to wrap up the. Wrap it up. It's a pretty good talk though. Yeah, yeah, all of it has to For be. For sure. How we were impacted. Hell yeah. But that is going to be all for today. Episode number nine in the books. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys enjoyed this native talk going on right now. Went a little serious in the first beginning, like Bryson said, but always got to end it in a positive note. So, Hold that is all for... Huh? Were you going to say something? Yeah, I said like, cut off your commercial. It's <laughs> <laughs> like it's really whole job. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that means. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? You cut out. I said it was really genie. <laughs> <laughs> all this is just genie. That's all it is. Shout out to all my greasy freaking Navajo brothers. That <laughs> sand on them. Shit. Alright, well, that's going to wrap up their episode. Catch you guys in the next episode. Ah.